0: We are continuing the Chayadam in hey. We began discussing the Halachas of Brachal of Atala, And the Gemara says someone makes a Brachal of Atala is either uh, the Isra of lecisah. Of However, most Rishonim understand that this is only an Asmachda Ba'amah. It's only an Isra de Rabbanon. The Isra de of Lysisa is when a person makes a shua. Now, if a person uses Hashem's name without even attaching a Brachal to it, that's an Isra of Es HaShem so, why is a bracha vatala better? Because a bracha vatala, at least you said a true statement. You said, Hamotilah So, one could ask, so then what's wrong? I didn't say anything that's, that's not correct. So the, so, the truth is, if you look at the whole Isser of Loisisa, one of the ways to make a Shvu'ah Shav is swearing that there's a sun, is swearing that there's a moon, swearing that Hakadash Bracha created the world. Certain things that you swear that everybody knows is considered a Shvu'ah Shav because it's inappropriate just to say things. Even though it's true, it's just not uh, appropriate to use Hashem's name to say things when it's there's, there's no need for it. So the same thing would apply by by brachas. Chazal made mersakin for us to make brachas. You make Hamaitzi before you eat. If you're not eating, why are you making hamayitzi and naret? So therefore, it's considered a shvu'ah shav, and um, it's it's not a shvu'ah but it's similar to a shvu'ah and that will call the istir of. Uh, so now that we understand that it's only an issad rabbanon, it brought us to our question that we discussed uh, last week. Can you know whenever we say that something's only an issad there's a concept of we waive an issad mishim That if, if a human dignity is at stake, there should not be an issad rabbanon. We should say that Chazal would rather us save the human dignity than to be over the issad rabbanon. So the question. We asked last week is, how far does this go? Obviously, everyone has to treat every human being properly. There's a Derek even if it's a non-Jew. But the question is, is this part of the Halacha? That, let's say, a non-Jew's uh, dignity is at stake. Do we say we can be over this is the The specific case we had was someone wanted to join a minion or a Zimun, and he's not Jewish. So we had the uh, privilege of having Rabbi Mordechai Willig, the Rosh of Wayu, um... In uh, Minneapolis over Shabbos, so he was giving his shir on Perkyavos. Of course, he picks the Mishnah of of Abriyas, loving all the Briyas, and he explained clearly that Abriah means all types of people, not even not necessarily Jewish. So after the uh, shir, I asked him, what would, "What would he say in our case?" And based on the raya that I, I, I told him, my, my raya from the Rambam in the Torah, that he says Kavad Abrius is Dechad Arabban and Mitzvah Yaakov. So he thought it was a great proof. And he said he would definitely uh consider that to be Mako. And in, in the situation of Kavarabrias, even when it's a non-Jew, there, there there should be the same heter of Kavod as echa a Okay, so let's read Halachaala. It says, Now, first you make sure your body, your body's tar, your dress is tar. That was the last few the klalim in a Dalit and Hey. So in, in Gimel Dalad. So hey, he says. Make sure you you uh, make the bracha with kavana, uh, not to just throw a bracha out of your mouth. Then he says for the That was uh, last time last that last year. And then he says bracha even to cause an unnecessary bracha it is also part of this iser of bracha levatala. Now what does this mean to cause an unnecessary bracha? So the case, the Chayadim says, is a little complicated, but it says, let's say, you're you're putting on tefillin, and you speak in between your tefillin shalyad and your tefillin raish. So the halach is, you now cause yourself to make a new bracha on your tefillin shalraish. So if you're a Sephardi, you only make one bracha la tefillin. So now you got to make the l'aniach tefillin on your shalreish. If you're Ashkenazi, you'd have to make two brachas on your shalreish now, because you're a Mafsik. Being uh Shalyan and Shallyan a simpler example would be let's say a person's eating, he's drinking uh he's drinking vodka, he's drinking something. And in the middle of nowhere, he decides he knows he's gonna drink more, but he decides to make a barna nefashas. Now that he makes the barnafashes, we we consider that like a, a half sick. So now he would have to make a new bracha shahako on his uh next drink. And he just calls himself, if he wouldn't have made the bracha. Achrena, he would have been able to continue drinking, um, without making a new bracha reshaina. So this is called a bracha she'enets, being a bracha You're causing to make yourself to make a bracha that you wouldn't have had to had you gone with the normal uh, approach. So where do we see this concept in the the Gemara or Mishnah? So there's a Mishnah on yuma Perikzayin, Mishnah Aleph. The Mishnah, the Mishnahayes over there are discussing the the Avodah that the, the Kain Gadol did on Yom Kippur. And part of it, you know, on the Kipper Kippur night, was he would lane from the Torah. He had to stay up all night, so he would lane. So it says he took out uh, a Sefer Torah. He, he reads the Pesukim in Parshas Mr, and then the Pesukim in Parshas uh, Pinchas in in uh, Bamidbar, he reads by heart. So the Gemara says, well, the Gemara asks, why is he reading by heart? Why can't he just uh, be Megala the Sefer Torah? Let him roll the Sefer Torah to get to. Parashas So the Gemara says, no, first of all, We don't, uh, you know, mish. We don't uh, start start uh, moving the sefer Torah because it's a tircha Everybody's sitting there. Everyone's waiting around for the sefer to to go from place to place. Ain't megalin Very important. one is not allowed to be cause uh, a tircha And it's not kavod to let them sit around you know, twiddling their thumbs while you're busy trying to find the right place. So that's first of all. So the Gemara says, okay, so why don't you take out two Sifatira? Take out take out another Sifatira. Once he finishes the first one, take out a second one. So the Gemara says two reasons. Number one, this is a Pagam on the first Sifatira. By me now taking uh, a second Sifatira, it shows that the first Sifatira might be Puzzle. Okay, so it might be a Pagam on the first Sifatira. The second Reason the Gemara says is because by you taking out a second sefer Torah, you would have to make a new bracha, and by causing a new bracha is being gairim a bracha You're causing a bracha that wasn't necessary, and therefore you should not take out a second sefer Torah. So you see from here the concept of of a uh, of being gairim a bracha Now, if you look at the end of the Gemara and the Rambam, the Rambam and the and the, the Bartenura, they only bring down the reason of of. Uh, of A-Migal and and why can't you bring another one? Because it it looks like a pagam on the first one. They do not bring down the reason of a So some of the achrayim want to suggest that maybe there is no istir of being a The Gemara rejected it. The Gemara had it as one of the reasons, but the Maskeinah the Gemara and the Rambam is that the only reason we don't do it is because it's a, it's a pagam on the first Sevatar. So maybe you know after discussing this for a few minutes will come up with an answer which would show, maybe even the Ramam agrees that there's still a problem, but it's just not the right case. Maybe this case is not exactly the perfect case of a bracha sheinatsricha. But either way, the Chayyim does say there's a problem of bracha sheinatsricha. We're 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 saying we're explaining it that it means when you could have avoided to make another bracha by you causing yourself to make a second bracha, even though at that point you have to make it, but you didn't have you didn't have to put yourself in that situation. That's called being gairim a a inetzricha. So there are a few cases in halacha where uh, this comes up, and the question is, how how much of a tzarech do I need? We say a a inetzricha. You didn't have to cause yourself to make another bracha. What if I don't know? Let's say a person is by a, a bris or he's by a, a dinner, a yeshiva dinner. He's about to go wash. He's sitting around with his friends and he sees like a, you know a salad. There's a there's a plated salad, and he wants to eat. I'll eat a little bit, and then I'll go wash. So if you would wait to wash Hamaitzi, then the Hamaitzi would pat her salad. So why is he allowed to eat before he washes? Maybe he has to wait. Because if you wait 20 seconds, you'll save yourself from making this extra bracha of hadama on your salad. So who says you're allowed to go eat before you wash? Well, let's say a person's waiting online, line. He's waiting in line by a bris or uh, waiting online line to, to, for the washing station and he wants to drink, and he wants to eat. Can a person do that? Or is it a problem of making a bracha? You're being guided of a bracha, she'en a So let's go through a few examples. We'll start with halachic considerations. First example brought down is uh, the concept of making a hundred brachas. The uh, the Shachanar brings down, based on the Gemara, the Gemara says, Ma Hashem lekecha darish, uh, Ma Hashem lekecha mach, what is ma? 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 So Like Gemara says, don't say 100 brachas, like this Shabbos wants us to make 100 brachas, I believe that a person should make 100 brachas a day. Now, for most people, it's not a problem, especially if you drink a lot of caffeine, you're making an all the time, but on Shabbos, when you have a shorter Shman you do not need, you do not have the same amount of brachas in your davening. You're, you're short 36 brachas throughout the day, because Shabbos only has seven seven brachas and not nineteen. So you have to make up those brachas. You know, it's even more complicated. You have to people people start smelling basamim, making brachas on basamim. So the question is, can a person cause himself to make a in its in order to uh satisfy his quota of a hundred brachas? So the Shla kadish writes that yeah, they yes, there's no problem. So let's say a person seems like according to the Shla. let's say you're about to eat uh orange. And a uh and a grape, two fruits. Now, usually you make one bracha, and a potter is both fruits. It seems like let's say you would have in mind to specifically not eat uh to, to when you make that bracha, you specifically have in mind to not potter the other fruit. You're you're saying kavana is might is not to potter the fruit. So then you'd have to make two brachas when you eat the fruit. So according to the shlakadash, if you're doing that in order to to get a hundred brachas, that's fine. The Ram doesn't like this. He says, you, you, you'll tell me you'll find another you know, case where we do this. Let's say a person um, wants to split up a Shabbos day meal in order to, to uh, have his Shabbos lunch and Shalosh Shabbos. So sometimes, you know, you to, if to his Shabbos and just late in the day. So many people, you know, they'll split up their meal and have two meals out of their Shabbos to the lunch. Now, if you're going, if you're eating in two different places, of course it's fine. The question is, let's say I'm eating it in the same, uh, at the same table. So, First of all how much of a hashzik do i need and but at the end of the day when i bench i intend my intention is to eat right away right afterwards so isn't that isn't that a problem of being garma brachashin at so it happens to be there are details involved in these halachas of how a person should split his meal but we do paskin, that that's not called a bracha at because you want to eat chaloshos so from there you see that you could split it for a halachic requirement. But the Maghana Ram says that's different because in that case, my goal is to eat Shalashudas. Here, when it comes to the 100 brachas, my goal is to make more brachas. You're not allowed to do that. That itself is called being Garma brachas You can't cause yourself to make new, uh, more brachas. So therefore, the Muggen ram says when it comes to Shalashudas, you can do it. When it comes to 100 brachas, that can't be the only reason why you're doing it let's say you want to eat things after a meal, or you want to make Kiddush, you know people make Kiddush uh, in Shul, before they eat the Shabbat Suda, or you make a Kiddush at home so then he says that people do anyways, people like to eat before they eat a meal so there it's not, not it's not uh, Nicker, it's not noticeable that you're doing it specifically to make a hundred brachas so th- so there he says that a person could do but uh, to manipulate brachas and have in mind to be only a one specifically to be uh to get a hundred brachas that a person should not do. And tomorrow Matasham will continue this discussion and other examples in halacha where we do uh we are gairim of bracha shei